A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello, welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hello. Hey, Desi. Well, our top story is a sad story. Our king, Representative. George Santos was finally kicked out of Congress for ethics violations. Um, I think the sadder story is that we discovered this week that Desi is blocked by George Santos on Twitter. That was shocking. What did you say to him? I think it was like early on before I truly appreciated him and he, he was trying to dunk on someone I was can't it remember the Trixie? who. It might have been Trixie. Did you, did you go after him for going after Trixie? I don't think I even said anything particularly bad. It was probably just along the lines of like, wow, you're really embarrassing yourself right now or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But I guess he probably just blocked anyone yeah. who said anything to him. He's a sensitive man. Yeah. So obviously, I regret that I did sass him. <laughs> before I knew. Well, I've been sending Desi screenshots because he's currently acting very unhinged on Twitter. I guess nothing's changed, but he's like, he's trying to like call out people. I know. I'm actually, I have to go onto our podcast account to check in with him. (laughs) So sad. I'm like, unblock me, King. I've changed my ways. Um, Please don't email us. We, We don't think he has good politics. Yes. We have to add that copy. We have to add that because we'll get an email. We'll be like, actually, he's really bad. We know. We we know know. he's bad. Please. We just think he's funny. Um, So, yeah, I mean, he basically, this resolution passed 311 to 114. So, um, 105 Republicans voted in favor of the expulsion, and I guess all the Dems did. Yeah. Um, And the GOP leaders actually tried to keep him on at the end. I heard, does it say this in the article, that he left before the count was even finished? It or before everyone had voted. He literally stormed off and he was like, I don't have to do, I don't have to hear this. Yes. I didn't, this doesn't say that in the article, but I did see that um, online the day this was happening. Um, so he's the first member to be expelled from the House in more than two decades and the first to be ousted since the civil war who wasn't convicted of a felony. So other people have been convicted and then get kicked out. They were like, we're not waiting. We're getting That's how out. bad you are. Wow. I guess. They had had it with his shenanigans. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so as you said, he's been very busy on Twitter owning people. Right. Uh, including fellow rhinos. That's what he calls them, rhinos. Republicans in name only. And there's already an HBO movie in development about George Santos's Gatsby-esque journey. That's how they describe it in this article from The Guardian. Now, I have... Okay. I'm glad you brought up the movie because I saw this too. This was like a big story yesterday. I, I'm i very curious about what their approach is going to be because one part of me is like nothing can be funnier than the actual truth. Like the, the dramatization, the dramatization of it. Mm-hmm. Is that even going to live up to the reality? I think the way a film is successful is if they see the humor. Like they need to get Adam McKay to do like a big short style <laughs> where he's sort of, we see him in on the scam and we're kind of almost rooting for the bad guy. Do you know what I mean? Like, not rooting for them, but you're kind of like, oh, no, he's going to get caught. You're invested in their uh, crimes. Yes. And then at the end, we all are like, oh, wait, people were hurt by this. <laughs> I don't even know if that's accurate. Well, yes, the the veteran right. that he fraudulently, he stole money from a veteran right. that was for this veteran's sick dog. So there are... Some victims here. There are some victims. It's not just his donors who, whatever, I don't give a shit about that. But But I'm just saying that kind of film could be successful for me mm. where I'm seeing his shopping spree at Sephora and him like, it's fine. Let's charge it. (laughs) Do you know 
what I mean? Like, I want to see him spend the money and know that he's being devious. I agree that an Adam McKay style situation could work. But I do want that fantastical shopping spree, Botox spree montage. Yes. Like set to a Lady Gaga song. I can picture that scene or that sequence. Me too. Because it's like, I like I like thinking that he, it wasn't an accident. I forgot to return the receipt. No. I want to know that he is like, let's go girls. <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out the gold card or whatever. I mean, you could do it too um, and make it really funny, but also have like some very serious moments. Right, where you see the victims at the or the impact. It was kind of like... Um, game change. Did you like game change? Which one is that? That's the Palin... Oh, right, right. I McCain do like that one. With Julianne Moore, who was incredible as Sarah Palin. Yeah, I feel like that or like a bling ring type movie where you're kind of in the escapades, but then it turns dark, right? Like, Right. You realize the scope of it. Yeah. So I feel like that could work. Um, no. I doubt that's going to be what happens here, right? Are I we going to talk involved. about what he's up to today? Sure. We can talk about that. Now, look, I've had a whirlwind with that story today because I saw that um, he was doing cameos. <laughs> And I was like, I'm not going to do this story because I'm going to surprise Rachel no. with a cameo. But then I saw how much they were and I was like, forget it. Also, Desi, somebody on Twitter pointed out, maybe it was, I forget who it was. It might have been Lewis Peitzman, but they were like, if you willingly give your credit card information to George Santos. He doesn't get your credit card information. Cameo He does. doesn't? No. That would be crazy. I'm scared. But I do think it's very on brand for him that he's immediately got a cameo. Well, I'll and maybe I'm wrong, but when I looked initially, it said 200. That's and now I see that it's 75. Whoa. <laughs> so I swear to God, because I was like, I should just do it. It'll be funny. I'll get it off. I was like coming up with a fake thing to celebrate with you. Ugh. Like that would be funny. That would be funny. And then I was like, then I saw. It was, I thought it was like, I'll pay 25 bucks or like whatever. And then I saw 200. I was like, I'm sorry, I'm not spending that. And even 75, I'm like, no, I'm not doing that either. Okay, like, if anyone wants to buy a cameo for us <laughs> where George Santos says, we can make it our um, theme song where he's like, I love Hollywood crime scene. It's my favorite podcast. Yes. Come on the pod. Get him to say he's going to come on the pod in the pod. Tell in, him about the podcast. Yeah, just tell him about our podcast. <laughs> and he has to talk about we sell, w- that you guys had a great Spotify rap this year. <laughs> we have some hard hitting journalism questions we want to ask him. This is for the this is for the love of journalism. I would truly love to interview him because I think we would ask questions that no one else would ask. I agree. I specifically want to know the breakdown of the Sephora haul. I want to know that. I mean, I'm, I know that's not like an out-of-the-box question, but I well, do. What, I, those are the kinds of things I want to know. We could even just say to him, George, drop your skincare routine. Well, he has great skin. So we could find out. We don't have. He's like, if he doesn't want to talk about the legal issues, just tell us what products you use. You're, you know, are you a Barbara Strom girl? Do you like, you know, Paracone? I, <laughs> like, what do you I want? I think he's a trendy, he's a trendy person. And I think that's why he likes Augustina Spader. Yes. But I think there's other even trendier things than that guy. Not Augustinus Bader is like the moment right now. Really? Yes. That's been around for a long time though. It's been around for like a year. It's longer than that. No way. Yeah, because I got that in an Allure Beauty box like three years ago. Well, I feel like he's into it. Okay. I feel like he likes the packaging. It's expensive, and it's for ex- sure. And it's hyped. I'm just saying it's a very it's hyped, hyped product. Yeah, yeah. because when I got it, I was like, what the hell is this? And then I looked it up. I was like, why is this so expensive? And I never heard of it. I bought it once. You did? I bought it once. It was such a splurge, and I felt like such an mm. asshole because it is so stupidly overpriced, but it's one of those products that's like... Replace all your other stuff with this. Right. You just need this. And I used it. And it was nice. But I would much rather just buy La Roche-Posay for like $12. Well, yeah. I mean, I've used La Mer too. And it's nice. But it's not as it's just as fine as my moisturizer I use. 
Right. But whenever I go to the person's house who has that, I always use it. Of course. Because I'm like, okay. slather it on your butt. <laughs> I do. And I'm like, let me do the La Mer. <laughs> I actually have some La Mer samples you can have. I don't even fucking care. But when I saw it there, I was like, ooh. Like, yeah. you know how you go to someone's house, you're like, what products do they have? <laughs> Wait, do you some. do that? Well, because we share. It's like allowed. She's like, "Oh, try that." Like, uh, right, it's not like right. I'm like sneaking it or something. Like you're going taking in- their medications and right. stuff. It's like try don't it. invite like, Desi yeah. to your house. She's gonna steal no, your product. It's where I'm staying with them, and they're like, "Oh, you can try that." Or like, "Oh, try try this." Or like, "Here's my perfumes." Like, it's like a, it's allowed. Like, um, I don't do it at like your house. I would ask. I don't you, though. care if you do, but it I would me. ask you. I'd be like, "Can I try this?" Or like, yeah. I, "I wanted to try this moisturizer." Um. No, it's uh, so anyway, I do have more stories. I'll just stick with politics. Wow. Because I do have another political related story that is very Hollywood crime scene. Last week, there was a debate between Governor Ron DeSantis and Governor Gavin Newsom, Florida, California, and he brought up a, a map. Did you see this? Who did? De- DeSantis. A map. He brought up a map that showed... Um, the incidents in San Francisco of sightings of human feces. Oh my and it was God. called the poop, the poops, this headline from New York Post, poop scoop. First of all, can I just say, <laughs> conservatives are obsessed with the amount of shit on the streets in San Francisco. And I just want to say that this is not a new phenomenon. I grew up in the Bay Area. I spent a lot of time on these very streets that are covered in shit. And look, it's just been that way for a long time. I'm well, sorry. <clears throat> he brought up this map. He's like, here's a map of San Francisco. There's a lot of plots on that. You may be asking, what is that plotting? I guess that's dots on the map. Well, this is an app where they plot the human feces that are found on the streets of San Francisco. And he held up a geographic depiction of the city smeared in shades of brown. I, this is disgusting. This is embarrassing. Why is he's he an doing embarrassment. this? How old is he? Is he us? Is he trying? Is he trying to be immature like us? Yeah, and he's like, Grow see up. how the whole thing is um, covered because that's what has happened in one of the greatest cities the country's ever had. They don't think of San Francisco that way. He thinks of that. He th- he said that. He yes. framed it like that. They, they don't like California. No, they hate us because we're amazing. Human feces is now a fact of life. Well, it's always been, sir. Wow. Except when a communist dictator comes to town. (laughs) What? (laughs) Referring to claims that San Francisco tried to sweep its um, poop problem up. I'm sorry. um, What's this? Chinese President Xin Jinping came to town. So they tried to... Then they cleaned up the streets, Ron DeSantis claims. I I didn't watch this debate because... I have a, a life, yeah, very small one. But <laughs> I'm not wasting time on this fake debate for what? What is the point of this debate to flex? I have no idea. Like either of them, why did they do this? I heard that Newsom kind of won, but you can see why. If 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 um, Ron DeSantis is bringing poop maps, I feel like it's not that hard to beat Ron DeSantis at a debate. No, the way he's embarrassing. The way that Ron DeSantis, when he is like forced to smile, it is like one of the creepiest things I've ever seen. Because it's really slow and you can see, you can actually hear his inner monologue. You can smile, smile, (laughs) smile. smile. Got to smile. It's very Norman Bates in the final scene of Psycho. But worse. Yeah, but I'm looking normal right now. Nobody (laughs) can tell. (laughs) It's like, it's this panicked grimace that he does when he's trying to smile it seems like such a short period where everyone was like this guy's taken down trump and to the fact and he's just he's like a he really burnt out right because no yeah. one likes him he's very weird he's a very unlikable person and i'm not even just referring to his horrendous politics just just beyond that he's just a very unlikable person i think he's like I I get that running for office or running for president, it's like a different level. And it's like, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have that comfortable. He's You got to be kind of comfortable. But you know, his wife has been like preparing for yeah. this moment since she was a child. Like she thinks she's like, she's trying to serve like um, Jackie O with her like really cheap dresses. She's like the Lady Macbeth. She's like pulling the strings behind her little... Weird embarrassing husband, weird husband, but not as chic. You know, I hope she probably yells at him. God damn it! 
your lifts were so obvious. Did you have to walk that way? Like, <laughs> she's probably like, uh, I, I would have guessed. She she's ha- pissed. She needs to fire her hair and makeup artist. Those eyebrows are like really upsetting. Uh, I haven't seen her in a while. Anyway, look, I'm sorry, but I have another poop story. Does he? I, it's not my fault. The New York Post was going off. So a veteran Ohio defense attorney named Jack Blakesley has been suspended for pooping in a Pringles can, and then he put it into a victim's advocacy center. Okay, when well, we had two listeners who <laughs> sent us this story. They and did? I, yes. I found it on my own. What? Yeah. I flagged both emails that, really? we, that we got. I completely missed that. Um. Not that it matters, but I did find, I did find this on my they own. They know us. So he dumped this outside of Victim Advocacy Center, admitting he regularly pulled such stinky stunts to blow off steam. I'm sorry. <laughs> Look, I'm going to give him credit for admitting that that's what it was. This is because to blow off he steam. was stressed out. He needed uh, blow off steam. I'm sorry. Wait, he <laughs> pooped in the, Okay, let me just get this straight. This man, what's his name? J- Jack Blakesley. Jack Blakesley. That is a very um, posh-sounding name for such a disgusting yes. degenerate. This is in England? No, it's Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Yeah. Why did I think this guy was British? I mean, British? Jack Blakesley sounds kind of British. It sounds like a British guy. Um, anyway, he pooped in a Pringles can. Yeah. And then dropped it off at a victim advocacy center. Right. Why didn't he drop it off somewhere more um, like the useful? courthouse? Um, like, well, some, let's see. Do, does he have a beef with this place? This seems really mean. Well, he did get suspended from practicing law for a year once he admitted to this. Oh, um, and he's a lawyer. That's he's the a best lawyer. Part is that he's like he's <laughs> yeah, not. He's a lawyer. He's a fucking lawyer. So. This the is against re- the law, sir. <laughs> the ruling revealed that the attorney, who has been practicing for nearly 50 years, so he's he's senior citizen, was caught on surveillance footage oh. while in the middle of a trial representing an accused child murderer. <laughs> Wait a second. Facing the death penalty. It's like, sir, you have way more important things uh, on your plate. Before heading to a November 2021 hearing, Blakesley deposited his no. feces into an it. empty Pringles can. Okay, why am I losing it? Did he shit directly in the can? Yes, yes. And it's tube shaped. He put his the can up to his naked butt and shit and right in the can. And deposited it into the cup. He th- he then drove twenty minutes <laughs> with the shit in the can in his car from oh, his home did he with the, the open can of feces the he, ruling said he so he didn't even put that top? little plastic top in the <laughs> he's a vietnam vet the vietnam vet then drove to haven of hope where a victim advocate representing the family of the slain child in the case oh. he was working on Okay, this is this is evil. crazy. This is bad. And then it showed him driving slowly past the parking lot before he threw the Pringles can containing his shit into the lot. So he did this to someone inti- who was in the ca- on the ca- other side of the case. He did this to intimidate the advocate, the advocate of the child's family. Yes. Wait. The advocate of the child who was murdered's family. Yes. This is so fucked up. So at his, the advocate in this case also saw him and later reported him to police. Um, During his disciplinary hearing, Blakesley testified that he had engaged in a similar misconduct on at least 10 other occasions that year. This is his thing. He denied targeting the victim advocate, claiming that he randomly chose locations where he deposited the Pringles containing his shit. So so this is just something he gets off on. He tried to dismiss it as a prank, saying he got a kick out of it, imagining the look of surprise on people's faces when they found one of his Pringles kids. (laughs) Sorry, this guy is out of control. It was kind of like a release that helped him blow off steam. The ruling quoted him as saying, No. Oh my God! How, this guy. I Can I see a picture? I'm of trying him? to find a picture of him. Jack Blakesley. Jack Blakesley. There's a picture of a Pringles can, not the one. We need. This guy is a. He's. Lawyer. He must be in his seventies. If he's been practicing law for fifty years, attorney at law Jack Blakesley. He's got a three point two rating on Google. Wow. Let's see. 
Let's see his reviews. One day I was minding my own business on a sidewalk when suddenly I was hit by a Pringles can. Okay, so these are fake reviews. These are all fake reviews by people. Guy loves to take a dump in Pringles can and throw them out the window of his vehicle in different parking lots for people to find. He thinks he's funny. He said he does it all the time. Pretty sick person. Oh, here's a picture. That's not what I was expecting. Oh, it's not what I was expecting either. I don't know why. He just, I don't either. It, 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 because you know why? I can't wrap my head around. He's in a suit. I can't wrap my head around the fact that this guy is like, has a very serious job. And he has, like you said, has way bigger things on his plate. And this is what he's doing with his free time. Why? Why? How did he come up with this? I, he, he was like sitting there eating Pringles one day. And he's like, you know what <laughs> would be the perfect receptacle? <laughs> <laughs> like, does he eat a lot of Pringles? Does he eat them or dump them? Like, I have questions. Um, okay, I'm sorry. This is not a poop story, but don't it apologize. A, it is a pee story. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> so, a woman. Where's this from? This is from or- Click Orlando. Go. This you is know a Florida story. <laughs> this is a Florida story. <laughs> so. A woman riding on a Frontier Airlines flight. We know you're, it's going to be juicy when it's Frontier. <laughs> Frontier. <laughs> Frontier, yeah. Frontier Airlines flight flashed her um, fellow passengers on Monday after pulling her pants down mid-flight, according to video shared with News 6. The woman, who has not been publicly identified, was reportedly one of several passengers headed to Philadelphia from Florida. Footage shared with News 6 by passenger Julie Hartman shows the woman saying, sorry, everybody, (laughs) before pulling down her pants, squatting in the aisle. Didn't we do this story? Did we? It's new, though, is it? Wait, let me check the date. Did we talk about, where did we talk about this? This was like a week ago. Maybe we talked about it on Twitter. I don't remember this story. Maybe you talked to someone else. Sorry, everyone, I gotta go. Um, sorry, everybody. And then pulled out of her pants, squatting <laughs> on the aisle. The woman indicated that she intended to relieve herself in the aisle after reportedly being told she couldn't use the bathroom by a flight attendant. Other passengers on the flight can be heard shouting at her <laughs> with one saying that there were children on the plane. There's always one. <laughs> There's children. But you know what? There is. Um, they got a that's point. That's true. However, she was seen pulling her pants back up, yelling, I don't give a expletive. No expletive, you. No, fuck you. I got to go pee. (laughs) (laughs) She eventually walked away and confronted a flight attendant. Meanwhile, another passenger on the flight can be heard saying, that poor little boy. (laughs) I don't know who they're talking about. Likely referring to the young boy in the seat next to where the woman (gasps) dropped her pants. She should have peed by an adult. In another video, wow. the woman was confronting several other passengers aboard the flight and screaming and cursing. A passenger, Julie Hartman, was like, a passenger was upset. She was required to sit in her assigned seat and decided to pull her pants down on the plane right in front of two children. <gasps> I literally had a front row seat to the spectacle. She threatened to kill another passenger. Whoa. She threatened me after I told her to sit down. I hope she was arrested and banned from flying ever again. Okay, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> this lady is out of control. What, I mean, I need to know why she waited so long to pee, where it was like, I can't hold it anymore. Do you know what I mean? Was it the end of the flight? Were they like descending? Why um, couldn't, I why, don't know. Why couldn't she use the bathroom? Look, sometimes there's like turbulence, but usually... Usually they let you go. Unless it's really bad. But like, what's the chances that someone's like, no, I got to go right now, Right. Also, at that point, if she started to squat, wouldn't you as a flight attendant just be like, fine, just go. Just, I'd rather have you, like, she's still standing up. Well, and they didn't say there I, was turbulence. I need more information. Um, I think the woman's obviously in the wrong, but I want to know what happened up to this point. I mean, I would love to hear her side of the story. Like, wh- <laughs> why she had to go why? so bad. Why? Because I want to know, I want to hear her say, like, look... I had a lot of Diet Coke. I didn't. I thought I could hold it. <laughs> then the turbulence started happening. Like I want to know what the process was. She had to have been drunk. Maybe this is a. Drunk- it doesn't say, but she was screaming. I mean, I, I feel like you should be a little more polite. 
Be like, look, I'm sorry. This is like, blackout the, drunk behavior. Use the vomit bag. <laughs> is that liquid fire? Like a whole liquid, right? Yeah. I'm not really going to um, read this whole story. This will be our last story. I'm just going to read the headline. Man arrested for indecent exposure at come and go. He says he was just scratching his genitals. I'm sorry. That's a common refrain. <laughs> scratching my genitals. He just wanted to come and go. Mm. So that's that. Uh, there's not much to that story. That's it, it. The headline is pretty much the story. That's it. So he was walking around the aisle and people were like turning him in. Yeah. Like, and then he left and he said I, he was just scratching his just genitals. Just because the name is horny doesn't mean that this is a horny it's establishment. It's not, not appropriate behavior uh, for sure. So those are our stories. Goodbye. Well, not goodbye. Well, well be, yeah, we'll, we'll be right we'll back. We'll be right back. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Rakuten's Big Give Week is back with 15% cash back. It's a festival of savings with big cash back at hundreds of stores. Don't miss headliners like Canon, Fenty Beauty, and Dyson. I can't wait to shop for all of my summer fashion and beauty needs, and we'll definitely be checking out Ulta and Adidas. Rakuten really is the best way to shop. You can really save by stacking cash back on top of other deals. And during Big Give Week, the cash back is bigger than ever. It's the time to shop for everything you need for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Membership is free, and it's all happening May 6th to May 13th. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cash back boost on top of Big Give Week cashback rates, go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Rakuten is the shopping platform to save while shopping. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money, and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. Have you been watching the new season of For All Mankind? No, I didn't even know it was playing. I literally just found out this last week. I that, just found out Friday, okay. I think, yeah. I, there was no fanfare. I feel like there's very few For All Mankind heads, but it does have a strong fandom. Yes. It's a very good show. It's on Apple. I think that's why, because I don't really watch anything on Apple where I would see it coming like it's coming soon or anything i it's good it's the first four episodes of this season are out there was so much i had forgotten from this this always happens with Mm. these shows where there's like a year break in between so i had to go to like for all mankind wiki fandom and like get a (laughs) recap recap of like wait 
what happened here? Well, then you also have the time jump usually. Because there's a time jump. Because this time jump, this the season three ended in 1996, and now season four starts in 2003. Okay. And then they update you with like the news crawl in yeah. the first episode, which I love. I always Me love too. that, the alternate news. I realize this is like a favorite genre of mine is alternate history. Oh, I love it too. I did try to watch The Man in the High Tower. Is that it? Yes. It was too depressing for me. Um, I know someone told me that it was on, and I got excited because I was like, oh, great, I have four episodes. Because this show I always run out of. I'm like waiting for the new episode is always really frustrating. Yeah. So I like that I'm kind of behind. It's like the it's perfect nice. show for that. I just got caught up. Okay. Um, like two nights ago, but it's, it's good. It's good. I agree. There was no fanfare. That's why I didn't know. I think they're doing eight seasons. Really? I don't know where, I feel like I've seen people on Reddit talk about that. This is an eight. It's supposed to be an eight season show. I I thought this was the last season. Who said that? That's what I remember hearing like last season that this would be the last season, but I could be wrong too. Look, I don't know anything. I really don't know what, what I'm talking about. What is this season? About. The fifth? The fourth. The fourth. Okay. It, I mean, it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Because well, we're in the modern time now. Like, it caught up, right? No. So we would have to go in the future. We're in 2003. I know, but it's like getting close, right? Yeah. Because it goes a lot of years, usually. Because didn't last episode start in the 80s and go into the 90s? No. Last season started in 92 and ended really? in 96. Okay. I don't remember anything. Look, I just read the the wiki fandom. <laughs> That's why you know you know. All the I things. read because they have like a whole timeline, and I'm like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Anyway, I am watching a new show that I'm recommending. It is called um, A Murder at the End of the World. It's on Hulu, and it stars Clive Owen as like a tech billionaire, and it's very murder mystery, uh, and it's really good. Yeah, Brendan so also recommends it. <laughs> Um, I'm only on episode three. I think there's going to be episode five comes out tomorrow. So you'll have a binge if you want to watch it. I need a new, he told me he's in, he's working right now. He's not here, but he, he's been watching that. And so he told me to watch it and catch up. It's really good. I love the actor. One of the sort of main actors is, um, oh God, I can't remember his name now. Harrison something or other. He's like a British actor playing like kind of a hick, which I love mm. when they're playing like just like a kind of, you know, that type of character. Like and it's an like, you're kind of like, he's British, like, cause he has like a mullety haircut. Yeah. You just, I was like, he's kind of cute if it wasn't for the mullet or like, well, I mean, he still looks cute with the mullet, but it's just kind of like jarring. Yeah. And then I realized he's also going to be in a movie that I'm really excited to see about the Von Erich wrestling brothers. Oh, the one with, um, the bear guy. With the one with Jeremy Allen White and um Ethan, Zach Efron. Zach Efron, yeah. That's like the hot guy movie. He's one of the hot guys. He's they're the, so hot. Yeah. He that plays, movie is like such hot guy. I can't wait to see that movie. He's so he's one of the brothers. He's one of the main guys. So um, three hotties. Um I'm sure the fourth one's hot too. I just can't I don't remember. Is there a fourth one in the There's movie? There's four brothers. Oh, I don't know. There's four about in that them. poster where they're all like hugging each other on the fence in their tank tops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen like some stills from it and I watched the trailer and I was like, wow, this is really it's hot. super horny. Yeah. Anyway, he's really good in this movie and I just love the whole setting. It's very dark. It's very moody. Clive Owen is amazing. Britt Marling. Oh, here's the one thing that I I might have not watched it as fast if I knew this going in. It's by the same people who created the OA. Okay. That's why I was shocked because I, I mean, I heard good things about the show, but I feel like it must be very different than the OA was because I did not, I did not vibe with the OA. It's very different. So I I would have not known that, but when I saw Britt Marling in it, I was like, hmm. Like I just looked it up because she was in the OA and she created yeah. the OA. Uh, so I never watched the OA because by the time, by the time I got around to maybe viewing it and I was interested, people were already mocking that dance. 
the dance was and it was funny. too comical where I was like I can never ser- <laughs> take this movie ser- or this TV show seriously it now. It did have I know the OA did have some some hardcore stands. It just wasn't for me. It just wasn't for me. I just couldn't watch it after that even though it's a topic that typically I'm interested in. Um so yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I like the show. It's definitely different than the OA, but it could end in a dance. I have no idea. Mm. Right now it's good. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see if they've redeemed themselves. But I, I, I was glad I didn't know going in because I probably would have been like, eh, I'm not going to even watch it. Um, I did also, on the reality front, I did start watching season one of Sister Wives, <gasps> which is, this is an incredibly Herculean feat. I know. Because there's like 20 seasons. It's one of TLC's, it, I think it's TLC's oldest reality show. I'm already on season Two, to be honest, I know that I did read that the first few seasons are kind of boring. Yeah. And it gets juicier coming up. So I kind of will put it on while I'm doing other things and just kind of loosely follow it. I'm not like sitting there intensely going right. crazy for it. Um, but I can already tell. Well, first of all, I didn't like Cody from episode one because he's super gross to me. Um, and I hate. I can already tell Robin is is problem. She's going to be a problem. That's, She's the new wife that gets brought in season one, the so, fourth wife. So how many wives does he have in season two or season, yeah? Well, he ha- he starts off with three wives. Season one is all about how he, he's, or not all about, we introduce the, them and we find out he's bringing in a fourth wife, Robin. Oh my God. So that's, as far as I know, they have mostly four wives for all the seasons. I need Seeking Sister Wife to come back because I need to see oh, yeah. that couple that I'm obsessed with, Danielle and the guy oh. who looks like Joel Osteen. Yes. Wait a second. That's the poor fucking girl who's really she's trying to pathetic. go along with it, but she's clearly not interested. Danielle on Seeking Sister Wife, she's married to this guy. I don't even remember his real name because... Kara. It's like Gar- it's Jarrett. Jarrett. It's like something it's, with a G. It's Jarrett. His what does name she call is him? Jarrett. She calls him Kara calls him Joel Osteen because he has oh, a, okay, right. He has Joel Osteen face. Um but Jarrett is married to Danielle and he wants a sister wife because he's this is like he's so Christian. This is what he says. And this is like a very Christian thing to do, according to him. He, right. he should be allowed to have wives. And so they bring in um, Bert. That's her name. I forget her. That's like her nickname. And she's from? She's from Brazil. Brazil, right. And you can just tell, like their storyline is so riveting because Danielle, you, you just from day one, she is so uncomfortable with this idea of bringing in another wife, but she so desperately wants to please her husband that she's been with since high school. They're in their late 30s. And they have kids. They have kids and she just wants this marriage to like work. And he's like, yeah. And he's just so checked out of their relationship. It's just so obvious. And but he like lights up like and becomes like puppy dog eyes when he's around their new girlfriend. The new girlfriend. Now where we left off though, Bert has left him. She right? fucking that was <laughs> I think it was their third season of being on the show, and it ends with Bert breaking up with them and they're just devastated. And Danielle is so brainwashed by this point that she is like sobbing hysterically. But you can kind of tell she's a little she's happy. happy. <laughs> and he seems legitimately devastated because that's the love of his life, Bert, not Danielle, <laughs> like in his mind, right? Yes, like, yes. Uh, so this is really devastating. Danielle got so... Danielle was so fucking brainwashed by this whole thing that she actually divorces her husband. She divorces Jared right. so that he can get married to Bert so she can legally live in the U.S. Right. It's like a crossover of 90 Day Fiance and Seeking Sister. It's, no, they're such a good fucking couple. It's so dark, it's though. It's so dark, but it's so riveting, and I just need this show to come back. Yeah, I forgot about them. And then there's the couple... With the guy who has like... Sidian. Yes, Sidian. Sidian. The little bracelets. He's like the emo guy from the Pacific Northwest. And he's like very um, sensitive. Yes. And you can tell it's his wife who's way more into it than him almost. 
Well, that's the only one that seems truly like everyone's happy. I mean, he's into it too, but it does seem more of like a, yeah. Because then there are some other ones where it's like, much like Danielle and Jarrett, where you're like, is the, are both partners really into this? Right, because it's a lot of times just seems like the guy wants to fuck around. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're not all religious. They're not all religious. There's a few guys who definitely are not saying, oh, I'm doing it for religious reasons. For sure. Like the one um, where they were looking for the house. Remember the bigger house? I love that 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 storyline. I don't know, but I do believe those people all are a bunch of freaks who love each other. I think they do too, but it's definitely the guy. It's kind of like, I can't believe. I pulled this off. (laughs) I pulled this off. There is is that vibe with all the men on that show where they're like, I can't believe I'm getting away with this. But some of them are more comical about it than others. Like, yes, yeah, for sure. Because there's like the more sinister ones like Garrett and that one who lives in like Texas. Is it Garrett? It's Garrett. Garrett. But remember Garrick with a CK, right? Oh my God. We got it so wrong. It's okay. It's Garrick. Yeah. Garrick. And then there's the guy who has the teenage kids who are like, what are you doing? Oh, I love that That (laughs) storyline. I love that. I mean, that one's also dark too, because the daughter, I feel for her so much. I feel so bad for her, but um, it's riveting to watch because the teenage daughter just drags her dad every episode. She's like, you're a shitty father. Yeah. And he's, he deserves it. He deserves for sure. Because he's a shitty husband too. Yeah. Anyway. Um I'm all, I also recently watched May December, which is the new oh. um movie that just came out with Julianne Moore and Natalie Portman. And what's the actor's name? Charles Melton? Yes. He is so good in this movie. Oh, good. I have, did not watch Riverdale, but he is what an actor. This movie is loosely based on the Mary Kay Letourneau story, which I decided will be our main episode for this week. Um, And we'll obviously talk more about that next week or later this week. I mean, um, but I just got to say about his performance is so good that even though, you know, logically like this is a man in his thirties, he is technically physically attractive, but you are so cannot look at him as anything other than a 13-year-old child when he is on the screen. Oh. That's how powerful this this guy's performance is. Wow. It's, yeah, I'm looking forward to watching he, it. I mean, everyone in it is great. Natalie Portman is incredible. Julianne Moore is incredible. Love, love them all. Love Tom. I'm sorry, Todd Haynes. Todd Haynes does Every such a great job directing. I love, yeah. No, it's, it's incredible. It's really good. It's on Netflix. I loved it. Okay. That's it for me. What'd you eat? Um, did I eat? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm obsessed with um, hot, hot oh, honey sorry. on pizza. <laughs> it's so good. What is this, 2017? No, it's right now. Desi. I like it. It's good. I love hot honey on pizza. I bought my own, though. I made my own pizza, and I put hot honey on it. Mm. It's so good. Because I, I had it at, um, what is that place called? Desano's recently on pepperoni pizza. They put like a hot honey drizzle. So I was like, I got to have that again. And I made it. So are you making your own pizzas? I mean, I've made my own pizzas before. It's not like that hard. You just get the dough at Trader Joe's. Yeah. It's not like I'm making everything. So I did that. It was really good. Mm. I also finally got the um, chicken, what is it called? Payard from... Um, Cosa Bono. How was it? It was really good. What about the ch- ch- chicken crisper? What are they called again? Oh, yeah. What are- we got to go to Chili's. Chicken, <laughs> chicken crispers. <laughs> Last night, Desi, Desi sends me a picture of these chicken crispers from Chili's, which Desi and I have, we've never been, I've been to Chili's before. Have you been to Chili's? I it is possible I've been to a Chili's like on the road sometime, it's, but I don't remember. I've been to Chili's on the road. I don't even know where the Chili's is here. Probably in the valley. I don't know what Chili's is. <laughs> like I said that to you last night. Like, what's their theme? Right? <laughs> right. I guess it's just like Applebee's type. Like, but they have a chili pepper. So do they do spicy stuff? 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm just confused. But what's Applebee's theme? I don't know. Is it I, just like home cooking? Like, I feel like it's all like TGI Friday. Well, I guess TGI Fridays is kind of like, we're wacky. Applebee's and Chili's to me, I never thought of as them having like a theme other than we're like your neighborhood American hometown okay. food. I get that, but Chili's seems like it has a theme because of the name. And because the little chili pepper. And the little chili pepper. So it's like, is it all spicy food? Or no, like, not no, even. No, it's not. No, I looked at the menu finally, and I obviously know it from the baby back ribs. Which <laughs> which doesn't necessarily indicate spicy. No. Spice says. Spices. <laughs> yeah. Where is the nearest Chili's? Can we go to one? I bet you it's like in Riverside. Uh, or like go inland or, empire kind of. Or Encino. Or Burbank. I bet there's one in it's always in Burbank, Desi. Yeah. Whenever I look up these restaurants, it's like Burbank Dor- or Duarte or Diamond Bar <laughs> or Burbank. Wait a minute. There's one in Inglewood. There's one in Downey. Downey Mon- is Mon- also. Monrovia. Okay. Monrovia we, gotta, we can go to. That's not that far. Inglewood's not that far either. But traffic. Look, I know. That's, that's the, the only problem. problem is the traffic. I um, mean, Monrovia would be easy though because we just go down the two the 210. Let's go to the Monrovia <laughs> Chilies. We can go thrifting. We can go have a whole. Wait, there is one in Encino. I knew it. Is this see? And that one might work at a certain time of day. Yeah, it just depends on like what time of day we're going. There's a Whittier one. The Downey one is 13 miles away. Downey's like south of downtown LA, right? I can't remember. There's Pico Rivera. Oh, that's not that far. There's a I kind of like there. going to them in the suburbs. I do too. Let's go to the Downey one or the Monrovia one. Let's go to Monrovia because I know some good thrift stores over there. Uh, I had a, used to go there. My I have a friend who lives there. In Monrovia? In Monrovia. Oh. Yeah, let's go to Monrovia. Okay. Let's go to... It sounds glamorous. It's pretty cool. Um. Oh, yeah. That's right by our... Oh, yeah. That's pretty close. We should definitely go to Monrovia. I want those chicken crispers. I gotta get. It's they looked so crispy. It's literally <laughs> just chicken tenders, but they looked really appetizing because they have a ton of crispy um, batter on it. It looked really light and crispy. It wasn't like the brown breadcrumbs. It was like it was thick. Like it was it, like no. It had texture. Like it, it had. They're okay. This is an insane name. They're called crispy chicken crispers. (laughs) That's what their name is. Wow, double crisps. Crispy chicken crispers. But this picture of them makes them look so delicious. The picture is insane, and obviously, it's not going to be as good, probably. But they have a Nashville hot chicken style. They have a Chipotle, Mm. and then they have, I think, plain. I think we should each get our own, and you get one, and I get the other. I get the plain, and you get the Nashville hot yeah, chicken. Yeah, we can style. split it up. Yeah, get like a ranch dipping sauce. Get a ranch. That's where you got to When you go to a Chili's, you got to have a side of ranch. It's an absolute must. Uh, to I've get never some ranch. Have I been? I have been to an Applebee's. I have. I've definitely been to an Applebee's because I remember someone gave me a. Um, Someone got a gift card to Applebee's and they gave it to me. And I was like, I'll go. Yeah, I don't care. I went to the one in um, Alhambra. Oh, somebody. somebody <laughs> it's always in some place like it's that. It's always Alhambra. Um, somebody emailed the show and they asked, they said they have been like catching up and listening to old episodes. And they asked me if we have taken Brendan to the Olive Garden yet. And the answer is no, I have not. But thank you for reminding me. Uh, because that would be a fun date. Love going to the Olive Garden. I'm looking up the Chili's. It actually has a Wikipedia. It did open in Texas. His concept Who's was concept? a burger joint. The guy. Who, what's his name? Larry Levine. Larry Levine. He just was opening up a burger joint and he had Southwest decor. That's why it's called Chili's. Mm. Well, the 80s. We're getting into that era. Did it open in the 80s? Yeah. Oh, by the, oh, no, no. Wait a second. Oh, he changed the decor to Southwest in the eighties. Oh, that's I, maybe. But it they, was named Chili's. 
So I like these people, people just. There's a Chili's in the Philippines. Chili's serves Tex-Mex cuisine, mm. such as quesadillas, tacos, fajitas, and crispy chicken crispers. <laughs> I guess they've expanded the menu. So I guess initially it was like Tex-Mex. Right. Which makes sense. Because a lot of that stuff we do think of as um, chain restaurant, right? Like quesadillas. Yeah. Every chain restaurant now has like a quesadilla and a taco dish. Or, or right? they have like a Southwestern egg roll. They all have that. They always have a fusion egg roll. <laughs> and it's like doesn't sound <laughs> that like good. It's a like a Ru- little... It'll be like a Reuben and a egg Ru- roll. A Reuben. <laughs> like it'll be some insane other dish, but in an egg roll. Yeah. Like a Philly cheesesteak egg roll. No, I just can't. I mean, I get that like you could fry anything and it would taste good, but sometimes I'm like, that's a little too far. But that's what they'll do. They'll just pick another dish. And then put it in an egg roll wrapper. I love the concept, but I don't, I don't, I will never order it. I respect it. I respect what they're doing because I am also a pig, but I don't want it. I would definitely, if someone got it and were like, do you want to try it? I would try it. Of course I do. Of course I I try it. Give me a bite. Give me a bite of that Philly cheesesteak. But I'm not, I'm not ordering it on my own. No it's way. It's sort of like if someone else is like suggests getting mozzarella sticks, I'm always going to say, sure, I'll have one, but I'm never going to order them on my own. Do you like the one where all the cheese has gone out? What? Have you ever had a mozzarella chick where the cheese is all kind of melted out and it's just a crispy shell? <laughs> no, it makes me sad. I want all the cheese. I mean, I'll eat it, but I want all, all the cheese. I like it, and the cheese kind of gets a little more burnt, and it's like a little glob at the end. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, sorry. But I need the cheese. Yeah. Um, you know what I like? I've ordered mozzarella sticks before. At the, I got them at Cosa Bono, like a gourmet place once. What? Yeah. They have mozzarella sticks I'm there? I'm pretty sure, yes. So when I saw it, I was like, I got to try a gourmet mozzarella sticks. Mm. And... Didn't we? We didn't get them at Olive Garden. No, okay. Well, what we got at Olive Garden for an appetizer was the deep fried rolled up lasagna. (laughs) It was like fried lasagna bites. Okay. And then for dessert, we got the chocolate lasagna. We were on a lasagna roll. We were in, yeah. (laughs) That was fun because we were like balling out. We're like, let's just get it all. We got everything on that menu. It was so good. That was Um, fun. It wasn't even that good, but it was really good. Yeah, the ravioli bites were the best, I think. <laughs> and we, oh, actually, the salad and breadsticks. I think the salad and breadsticks is always the safest bet at Olive Garden. Like, if you want something that's guaranteed to be good, yeah, it's perfectly fine. Get that. Um. Yeah. No. But let's go to. We need to continue exploring chain restaurants. Yeah, because there's so many I haven't been to. I mean, the the reality is, it's just like getting some fried food. That's the safe bet there. I'm not going to go in and get like, you know, the healthy delight menu no. at Chili's. Or like their steak frites. I mean, I don't know. Could that be might be good. It could be good. Depending on the cut. But okay, like, what, what wouldn't you get there? Like the halibut? I'm not getting any fish dish, mm. period. What about shrimp? Eh, what depends. About popcorn shrimp? I would get the popcorn It depends shrimp. if they're big. I don't want those baby ones. Uh I might get popcorn shrimp, but in general, I'm probably not getting like swordfish steak or I'm something. I'm not getting that anyway. Because it's, it's not the 90s. <laughs> well, I'm not yeah. getting a fucking swordfish. It's fish. not typically something I order anyhow, but I'm definitely not ordering it there. Yeah. And I'm probably not getting anything that's like, you know, chicken Dijon or like some <laughs> kind of like chicken dish. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Like right. anything that looks like they're trying to do like an elevated dish. I'm getting the lowbrow bar food and that kind of stuff. Right. That's what I'm getting at right. Chili's. Um, I'm not interested in their side of steamed carrots and snow peas mm. or whatever. Like I'm not getting that dish. You're getting the side of fries. I'm getting the side of like if they fried something weird. You know what I like is a fried zucchini. I like a fried zucchini. I'll have a, I like a fried green bean even. I've had a tempura green bean at like Habit Burger and they're really good. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really getting healthy things at those restaurants. No, I'm not interested. And you know what? On the same tip, I think it's high time that we stop putting the calorie count on menus. Yes. Just stop it. You're bumming everybody out. You're making... No, it's not good. I mean, there's a m- multiple reasons why I don't agree with it. Yeah. I think it ruins the vibe. 
if just you leave it have alone. the option if someone wants to know if someone wants to know have a separate menu but don't like do that and some people have like food issues like why why do we yeah. have to have this i'm yeah, trying I to have agree. a nice experience out right i know what i'm doing i know what i'm doing <laughs> Don't ruin, don't try and like sully my experience ordering the double chili cheeseburger. There's also something a little classist because it's only like certain restaurants. I don't go into a nice restaurant and they show me the calories. No, it's only chain. <laughs> it's well, maybe because at chain restaurants, it's all like the exact same measurements and stuff. And it's all like, maybe because it's only chain restaurants and fast food places. Yeah. But it's like, I, it's like, it's been for like at least 10 years where they all do that now. And I think it's... But I guarantee you, we've gone to like a French restaurant and the dish was more outrageously caloried than anything you could get in a chain restaurant. Of course, yeah. but I'm not going to a restaurant to Oh, be- no, no, I'm not either. I'm just saying, why aren't they doing it there? Like, why only chain restaurants? Yeah, and that's a nice experience. I'm not going out to eat to be shamed about how many calories I'm consuming. I definitely think it's good information to have if people want to know. I think it's good information if there's like certain ingredients that people can't have, like have that information available if people ask for it. I don't want to be bombarded when I'm trying to enjoy... It's tacky. I don't want... Look, (laughs) give me the Cajun fettuccine Alfredo, whatever the fuck monstrosity I'm ordering. I don't need to know how many calories it is. You know what every chain restaurant has to have? A tequila chicken dish. They all do. They all <laughs> they have, love tequila chicken. They love a tequila. Put it on chicken. some fettuccine. Mm. Have a side dish of it with rice pilaf. Rice pilaf. <laughs> rice pilaf, Debbie. <laughs> Always with the tequila. The tequila. tequila or the tequila lime shrimp. Tequila lime shrimp. <laughs> what was that? That's like a two thousands, right? That's a two thousands, I think. Oh my god! No, I don't think I've ever had it. Um. Okay, so what did I eat? I, I made blintzes yesterday, and that's what I ate for breakfast, oh, lunch, yum. and dinner. Damn. I got my crepe pan. It came in the mail. Oh, nice. They're so... I love them. They work well. I got a Cuisinart crepe pan for like $20. They're cheap, the crepe pans. I I like was going to buy this fancy one, and then I saw this Cuisinart one for $20. I'm like, why am I... Doing why? Why would I buy an expensive one for a dish I'm not going to make that often? Well, the tw- I think mine was twenty dollars too. I mean, it's a basic ass pan, you know. It it shouldn't cost a lot. I made my nana's recipe, and they turned out great. Yeah, that's good. Would you fill them with farmer's cheese? Cottage cheese. Oh, cottage cheese, which is mm-hmm. like the same as farmer's cheese, yeah. basically. Um, very old school recipe. What did you put on them? Marmalade. Yum. Like uh, my grandma's recipe didn't like suggest anything to put on them and they were not sweet. They were not very sweet. Only a tablespoon of honey went into the filling. No, I I don't. Blintzes are not supposed to be sweet. Well, sometimes you get them at diners and they well, have a very sweet like, I don't like mascarpone that. filling. I don't I'm like serious. It. Yeah. These were not sweet. The um, ones it, I got at Trader Joe's, which are pretty good, are not sweet. Yeah, these aren't sweet. But they were very good, and I just ate them with marmalade. Yum. And I literally ate that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner because I made so many. I'm like, well, I've done that. There's before. my carbs. There's my protein. <laughs> it's a perfect balanced dish. And I had a banana. Okay, so Throw I got little, my potassium. Put a little banana in there. It's always a good thing. It's a good thing. Well, now, see, as I was making the crepes, I was like, well. Maybe I'm in my crepe era because now I'm like, I wish I had some smoked salmon so I could fill this with smoked salmon. I always do that. That's the best crepe. Yeah. I love crepes. I make them. I've made, I actually make them a lot. Really? Because they're easy. They're so easy. And you can make them savory. You can make them sweet. And they're just like a nice little thin thing to put stuff in. I like it even do like some chicken, like a creamy kind of chicken thing. Or like you could do mushrooms and cheese would be really good. Anyway, I like crepes, and you probably will use it more than you think. I just think not for blintzes. But you know what? I'll probably use it for omelets too. Now I have like a good pan to make omelets in. Yes, because it's a really low side. There's like no sides almost. It's yeah. just slightly tilted up, and it's really nonstick. It's super nonstick because I was surprised. I I got a crepe spatula. You got to heat it up first, though. You have to heat it up first. It has to be really hot. But I was so shocked at how easy it was to lift these. Thin little pancakes. It's shocking. The first time I did it, I was like, oh, because <gasps> I was like, that's why you need a crepe pan. Yeah. It just makes it so easy. Even though my mom said, your grandmother did not have a crepe pan in Russia. 
Well, they I were just she ripped them a few. Well, oh, <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard to flip them. That's it, the thing. When it, you have sides, you I can make a crepe in a side frying pan too, but it's like it's easy to just flip it. They almost could do that thing where you just do it without. That's how little sticking it is. Like, I think our nanas were just uh, tougher bitches. They, well, just, they also had no choice. They had she had no choice. I doubt there was any crepe pans in the shtetl. Uh, Come on. Yeah, she would probably be like happy to use a crepe pan. I'm sure she would. She loves a modern invention. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> um anyway, I guess that's it. Yes. We will be back later this week for our Mary Kay Laterno episode. Yay. I mean, not for her, but I'm interested in the story. <laughs> not cheering for her. That's the world we live in. <laughs> yeah, just to clarify. Just to clarify, I'm not pro. I'm actually anti her, but I like the story is very interesting to me. It is, and we'll discuss that later. Bye. Bye.